Hello and welcome to a new episode of Spirit of Success, the podcast, Teaching Thursday. I am your host, Dr. Tracy Debbie, and I am really enthused to continue this this conversation with you from last week about hard work. I want to continue this this conversation because it is so important. It is like the underlying current that is is so pervasive in society that is really determining how people are behaving and it is a large part in why people feel stuck and are like literally suffering the way that they are. So I'm going to keep talking about it because until I don't see it anymore. Honestly, I'm pretty determined to keep talking about this. So I said a lot last week and I just want to recap that or this is kind of what my coach told me. It's like, and I didn't really make this clear last week and I want to make this really clear this week. It is not your fault and there's no one to blame. It is not your fault and there's no one to blame. Because I said a lot about how um, behaviors show up as when you're an adult that started from basically childhood, from you just taking in things that were going on around you. And I want to be very clear this week that your parents and who are your family, whoever was around you, guardians, grandparents, like whatever your scenario was, they were doing the best they could with what they had. They were doing the best they could with what they had um, and and what they knew, my family included. They were doing the absolute best. So I just want you to know, like, there's no blame here. I'm not trying to ask you to be a victim. I'm not trying to be a victim myself, right? It is just coming from understanding. Understanding that things happened around you when you were a kid and you took those things on not knowing any different. And that is still the programming that's running unless you've gone in and you've changed that. Okay, so you're like, is it possible to change these things? Absolutely. Or we would have a pretty dysfunctional society. And some people argue that it is, but it would be even more dysfunctional than it is now, if that's your viewpoint. Um, but nobody would be getting ahead if we couldn't change. Um, so again, I talked about your conscious mind and your subconscious mind and how your subconscious mind doesn't know that you've grown up. It has no idea. And I want you to know that it also can only take in information and it has two purposes. Well, it has one purpose, really. Its purpose is to keep you alive. And the reason why that desire to keep you alive is so strong, stronger than anything, is because your whole purpose is to be here to procreate, <laughs> you know, according to your subconscious mind. You are here to procreate, to move the species forward. It's sort of like that survival of the species, you know, and it's not sort of, it is survival of the species, right? Um, in order to move forward, we need to have more of us, okay? And all the things and that help us get to where we are are passed down. So if that's what helped your family sur survive hard work, that's going to be passed down onto you. Now, does that mean that hard work is the only way to do things? No, but it was the way that worked for somebody at some point in your family, and that's what got passed down onto you. 
right? But our society is changing very rapidly. And for the first time in the history of human species, the kids have a shorter lifespan than their parents when they were younger. Like, that's insane. Like, when I heard that, it blew my mind that for the first time ever, kids now have a shorter lifespan than their parents. That's insane. That's insane. That's insane to me. And why is all this happening? Why is there more disease in the world? Why is all this going on? So many questions. And I'm not going to get into all of that today, but I want to talk about this hard work thing because it it kind of ties all those things that I talked about together. Okay. So let's, so I, and again, I, I, I want to make that first part clear. There is no one to blame, right? There's no one to blame, but if you want to not feel stuck anymore, if you don't want to live with chronic pain, if you don't want to feel stuck in relationships, if you don't want to have relationship problems, if you don't want any of those things that have caused you to slow down, something has to change, right? And we've all played the game of trying to change something else, somebody else. And you play that game long enough and then it doesn't work. It's like the wrong game. I realized I was playing the wrong game. And it's the game that led me to depression, to, to disappointment, to all sorts of things, trying to change something else other than myself. Because it was scary to think about changing me. I didn't even think that was possible. I didn't think it was possible. So I'm here to tell you that it's not possible, that not only is it possible, <laughs> it's easier than you think. And I know that sounds weird because everything I'm saying sounds like like so big, but it it's not so big. I just want you to first be open to that idea. Like, hey, is working hard serving me? Did it serve somebody in my family? But is, is it serving me now? Those are questions that I really, I want you to ask. And the reason why I want you to ask those questions is because but this is what these this is the words that my coach told me and I swear when I first heard it I got triggered okay so I'm putting in like a trigger warning here this might trigger you and if it does that's great cuz then you have something that you can learn so he told me that hard work is a middle class value and that triggered me cuz I was like middle class oh my gosh but the more I thought about it I was like oh shit it's true so again, this is like very dependent on where you grew up and where you are, but hard work is a middle class value. And again, there's nothing wrong with being middle class. I don't want to sound like there's anything wrong with being middle class. But when I looked at the whole middle class really value system and where it came from, and I did research on this. It got more and more simple. So I'm going to tell you the most simple way that I understand it. It's the middle class value system, which hard work is a part of that, came from basically working for somebody else. That's it. It came from kind of like that 
post-war era when the industrial revolution was happening and there were ways to mass produce things that there weren't ways to do that before and when you have mass production you have lots of people who are under the direction of somebody else and that's where this value system came from it came from working for the man i saw that like everywhere in my research it was like the man working for the man that was like the language that they used around that time too like the man was in charge and again i'm not saying like i agree or disagree i'm just telling you what research i found it was like them there was a man who was in charge and then everybody else worked for this person and really he made all the decisions and they just did the work and expected to get paid for the work that's where it came from again this is just my understanding of it so what's interesting about this working hard kind of paradigm is that it it is attached to working for somebody else. You put in work and generally people didn't like it. If you any of the research that I saw is people were only doing what they what they you know what they thought they could do. Or what they maybe had some like you know skill in, not something that they love, but something that they had some skill in to earn money to be able to pay for their children. Because a lot of people kind of as they came home from the war, see their you know their wives, and then they would just like procreate. So then they have these children, and not a lot of skill other than what helped them in the war. So they had to learn this new um, this like new set of skills um, to earn a wage. So they weren't doing something that they loved. They were not doing something that they loved for the most part. Are, are there stories of people doing something that they loved? Sure, absolutely. But again, this is this is general um, this is general information. So I want you to be aware of this. This is where this hard work idea comes from. It comes from generations ago who it benefited them to work hard doing something you didn't like necessarily for a paycheck to support your family came from a certain generation. Now that might be your reality today. That literally might be what's going on for you. You might be like, well, shit, that sounds like me today. And there's no judgment. I am not judging. I just want you to understand middle class mindset for a second because there was a lot of things that also came along with that middle class mindset. Working hard is one of those things. Um, loyalty, giving loyalty to a company and trusting that they will give you a retirement package or if you're in the States, like a 401k or whatever, loyalty is a huge middle-class value. Climbing the ladder is a huge middle-class value, right? And if you want to work for somebody, that's the values that are pretty much instilled in, in you. And again, this gets tied into education because education was built to help us get a job. And getting a job means working for somebody. And then you takes us back to this. So then what did school teach us? Well, school also taught us to work hard. And not working hard in 
in certain skills, but working hard in memorizing information, you know, but most people know if you've gone through post-secondary of any kind, and if you're in North America, I can only speak about North America because I went into, I was, I attended school in both Canada and the U.S., a lot of it is memorizing information, but that doesn't mean you learned anything. It just means you memorize stuff and then you answer questions on a test. And I went to a professional school, okay? And it was like that too. <laughs> and so I'm saying that this schooling system and this working for somebody else reinforces each other, but the simplest way I can put it is you're working for somebody else. Now, why the fuck am I talking about this? <laughs> because if you're an entrepreneur or you have dreams of working for yourself, or you want to break free from relying on somebody else to earn an income, those values will not work very well. I, I, actually, I'm just going to go on, on a limb and say they will not work. <laughs> Entrepreneurs think very differently. Think about the people in business that you admire the most and ask yourself if they're an entrepreneur or if they're in the C-suite. Okay, because they think differently. They have a completely different set of values. And this is why I want to talk about work because it's so important. So I did a post about, you know, hard work, not being miserable work. Okay, and that's different. If you think hard work equals miserable work, then you probably have this middle class value system running. Does that make sense? I hope you follow me because hard work and miserable work are not the same thing. Miserable work is miserable work. Hard work is working because you love what you do. And you're passionate about it. But that does not mean it's miserable work. Miserable work is something that we picked up from somebody else who had to do something that they, they, that they didn't love because they perceived that they had no other choice. But that doesn't mean that it's the same for you. But if we learned that or we saw that, and again, there's no blame. That's the scenario and the situation they were in. It's a very different world now with the internet. There's so many options. There's so many ways to be aware of what's going on in the world and what could be possible for you. And that completely changes the game because now you have options. It's way easier to do business today than it has ever been in the history of the world. And it's getting easier and better and easier and better. So yeah, I just I just I just want you to be aware of that. And also understand that there's more to this. I mean Understand that the hard work is, and sort of that miserable work, I'm going to go into like miserable work for a second. Understand that that miserable work is being perpetuated by society and media, okay? So let me give you a really basic example. Hump day. Oh no, shit, it's Monday. I hate Monday. Looking forward to hump day, getting through the week. Thank God it's Friday. 
And then I heard this one. I didn't know about this one. Sunday scaries. I was like, what does that mean? People are like, don't like Sundays anymore because they're dreading Mondays. So the Sunday scaries. And maybe I I have this wrong. If I have this wrong, tell me. But that was my understanding of it. I was like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on? And that is considered normal. Oh, it's Monday. Hump day. Thank God it's Friday. Sunday scaries. Monday. Or let's get drunk on the weekend because we hate what we do during the week. And then we're so depressed looking forward to Friday when we can drink again. And I'm not judging. I went through the same pattern and it got me nowhere. I ended up miserable and depressed. And so I'm saying this because how long can you do that for? How long? And maybe it's a really long time. And maybe you are like triggered so much right now and you just are like, well, fuck this person, you know, that's okay. You know, I want you to be aware because once you hear this, you can't unhear it. It's an awareness. I've talked about it it before. Like once I heard that, I was like, fuck, I do that. When I heard this years ago, I was in the middle of that shit. This is me. I fell into the trap of the miserable work because that's what gets pushed. That's what gets pushed. And then there's all kinds of solutions that are offered. And those solutions are short term. And they usually involve numbing or distraction or avoidance. And again, do those work? Yep, they work. 100%. If your goal is to not feel pain or discomfort, yeah, 100% those work. But if you know that you're here to live a life of meaning and purpose, and you are so sick of this shit, then no, they don't work. There is another way. And it doesn't involve numbing. It doesn't involve avoidance. It involves the opposite of those, which can also be scary. I get it. It's like you're at a fork in the road, and both options seem scary as shit. Believe me, I understand it. And I had no one to talk to about it, I certainly wasn't listening to a podcast about someone explaining what was going on. I had no idea. And I was young. So if you're listening to this and you're like, holy shit, this is scary. You know what? Just, yeah, it is scary. But it's also there to teach us that we can get past this. We can move through it. The human spirit and human beings are so amazing and I'm finding out more and more every day that you can move through this, but you have to want to move through it. You have to want to move through it. And for me, shit has to, had to get really freaking bad. And that sparked me to want to change. And it doesn't have to be that way because there's so much more awareness about it now. And again, your threshold for bad is going to be very, very dependent on, again, how I, I keep going back and back to this, but it's so true. It's like, it's like depending on what experiences you had in your life, bad is going to look different. For me, it started to interfere with my ability to do work. And that's when I was like, okay, I cannot do it anymore. 
that's was that was my breaking point but it might be different for you again depending on what your job is i had a very physical job so it's very difficult to be in copious amounts of physical pain and do a physical job well when literally i'm interacting with people all day human people like face to face right very difficult so that was my kind of breaking point but it'll look different for you based on your job where you are what you do your tolerance for pain and your ability to want to change all those things matter but this is a really important conversation that I wanted to have so please heed my disclaimer in the beginning of the episode and understand that it does not have to be this way I want you to be like crystal clear on that it does not have to be this way it can be different I am living proof that it can be different um my improved every aspect of my life is living proof of that. So I just want you to to know that and be aware that there is hope for better. And, you know, I want to do everything I can to help you. So please listen to this episode, share it with anyone who you think um, it can benefit and listen as many times as you need. And like I said, I'm always here to help. So um, enjoy the rest of your day.